You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, you know, I did not expect her to dump her purse out like that. No, I wouldn't think that'd be I mean, what you'd be expecting. I'm not, I, I'm not really sure what to expect. You can tell right <laughs> from the beginning. Apparently, I missed some things that happened during the night. Oh, I saw something that you missed. I know. I am frustrated by this. From the bartender's view, you get to see a little bit of everything. Well, and plus, you're sober the entire time, so you remember everything. <laughs> well, I saw a lot up close. I'll say that. <laughs> I, I was I was very close to it. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, don't forget that you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. Next time you're buying something from Amazon, we just bought some new headphones yesterday. (laughs) And even we... Went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon. We link. did. We got some brand spanking new headphones. We're we excited. Do. It is. going to mm-hmm. be cool. Um, and uh, we've, we've got a big show lined up for you. If you are listening live, apologies uh, for a little bit of a delay in the start time. If you're listening via the podcast, this won't have any meaning for you. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I had an audition. And Greg so had an audition. Up, had and that's all we're going to say about that. That's, that's all we'll say about mm-hmm. it. If I get it, I get it. If I don't. Oh well, then we'll never mention it again. You seem like yeah, you seem like you're feeling pretty good about it though. So that makes I do. Me happy. You can't you can't tell I, anything with that though because the ones where I've gone in and I felt the absolute worst afterwards. Those are the ones that you get. Those are the ones I get when I go in and I feel like I I nailed it and did great. I'll never hear back from. Them. So <laughs> I think I nailed it and did great today. So I'll probably never hear back from. Them that's exactly one. it. That's probably that's, what they. That's, that's how on. it works. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I have to fail in order to succeed. Um, but that's a life lesson, Greg. Yeah. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, coming up a little bit later here on the show, we're going to be joined by comedian Ted. Alexandro, he is in town at Helium Comedy Club, and so he's going to be stopping by, and we'll uh, we'll talk to him. Are you uh, sure we need to figure minutes. out? Is it Alexandro? Alexandro? I don't know. I was just going to say it with uh, confidence, and then yeah. hopefully, yeah, maybe we better make sure we do that. Right. Say, like Ted. Hey, well, it's so Ted. funny because he has such an like an exotic like it is. fun last name, and then it's there's an awesome last name, and then there's Ted. <laughs> it's like Ted Alexandro. Alexandro. Ted Alexandro, who'll be at Helium. <laughs> Tonight, and so he'll be here with us, though, in just a little while. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about this. So if you didn't hear yesterday's show, here's what's going on. Sarah has a side job where she works at a bar very far out in Portland, mm-hmm. kind of in the... Uh, in the Felony nice, Flats region. In the Felony Flats region. Yes. It's in a region of Portland. So it's not if you're looking for me at a bar, like, you know, a, a, you know, like one it, close into town, you, you will not find me there. No. You will find me there drinking, you won't find me there working. It is, no, where you work is on the outskirts of town, and this place where she was working last night ended up having... Speed dating at a bar in very East Portland. Speed dating. It was now, everything I, I have ever dreamed that it could be. Well, and, and yesterday we talked about it on the show. I Sarah was trying to get me to go to speed dating. She quizzed me. We tried out a couple of things. Somehow, I don't know how the hell you did it. You did convince me to go do it. And I got to talk about it. I need to. I need to tell the tale of this. So last night... I went speed dating. Greg went speed dating. Not only did you go speed dating, uh, so did Keelan. Mr. Keelan King did as well. So did so did a few of our other friends. Yes, indeed. It. I can't see. I want. I'm excited to hear your perspective from it because I haven't talked to you about it. No, and like, I don't know what you because saw. you guys were all over. You know, on one side of the room, and I was at the bar, so I didn't really get to see. I got to pick up like snippets, and actually, um, the bartender that was working with me, Chanel, she. Uh, she was helping me, like, listen. I'm like, okay, I can't hear what people are saying. So she kept, like, giving me, like, like quotes that people were saying. <laughs> it was incredible. Well, all right. Let me, let me say what's going on here. So the, um, it's, we showed up, and it was, uh, I think speed dating started about eight. And Sarah actually picked me up and gave me a ride out there because mm. that was the only way I was going to do that it. That was the only way that, that I was could the convince deal. him. I was like, nope, I, want, I need a ride. You're going to drive I'm me like, out there. I will pick you up and drive you <laughs> out there. And Greg's like grumbling the whole way. Like, rum, 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 rum. Yeah, and not only did I pick you up, I also paid for your beers. You did. I appreciate that. Yes, because I was like, Greg, you have to do this. You have to do this. Yeah. And he did it. And he didn't grumble. As soon as he got there, he, he knew what he had to do. Well, let, and let me explain. Let me just go step by step here with this. So I showed up. And yes, I instantly had to have a beer because on the sign outside of this establishment, what was on the sign, it said, hot chicks, good times, speed dating, <laughs> All right, 8 p.m. Let me tell you, that's because of a guy who, who puts the sign together. My boss, Derek, said, uh, he's like, what should I write? And he's like, you can write whatever you want. And so he put that up there to fuck with us. <sighs> 
that bastard. With the hot chicks, good times, speed dating? No. <laughs> oh, sorry, tech thing. Okay. Fixing it. Um, yeah, I know. I saw that and I'm like, oh, okay, great. But this is either going to be way over promised or who else is going to be out there? Like, who is going to be showing up at this thing? Mm hmm. Where it's promising hot chicks And then I don't know Were they referencing you? Were they referencing the bartenders? No I don't know if they were referencing the bartenders I don't I have no idea okay. But I do, But maybe it was like the hot chicks for the speed dating Okay But like hot chicks good promising times hot ch- <laughs> Oh my god As soon as I saw that Well Greg and I both saw it when I was pulling it into the parking lot And he just starts belly laughing I'm like what are you look? Oh god And sure as shit Hot chicks good times It was amazing It was amazing so I sat down and I knew that I had to have uh, I had to have a beer. I had to have a beer for this thing in order to uh, make this work. Oh, so, sure. You had to have many beers. So, yeah. Well, that's what I, I started off. Had a beer. Had a shot. Keelan showed up. Keelan showed up and uh, he did it as well, which I was very thankful for the fact that he was there because I did not, not want to have to go through this thing by myself. Mm-hmm. But as it turned out. It actually wasn't that bad. So let me explain how it works. Okay, I want to know because I saw, I have I saw never everyone been s- filing in and like people getting their name tags and stuff. Yeah. I did see a couple people wimp out. You saw some people back some out? Some people that were there who were there and you could tell and they were nervous. Uh-huh. And they'd showed up, including a couple of very attractive girls and, and one like pretty good looking guy. And they were all uh, like sitting there and they, they'd gotten there and they had a couple drinks. And I could see that they were looking and they'd kind of thought about it, like kind of doing a uh-huh. little like, should I do it? Should I do it? And then they'd just close out their tabs and leave. Wow. Yeah. Some people wow. wimped out. I could see? tell that they were well, there for it because I heard them talking about it. Well, I did not wimp out. I went through with it. and But let me, let me explain how it works. So... So they had wait, the way they had it set up. There were set up a bunch of different tables with like a drop cloth over each table. Like I would say, there was like ten tables yes. set up. Oh, and, and I had to wrap up. That's called wrapping the tables. Wrapping the tables. I had to wrap all of those. Well, you guys were sitting there drinking your beers. I'm like, I'm putting all the tablecloths on to make it more <laughs> to make it more romantic. Well, for and you. that's what they were doing. So they were setting this all up, <laughs> and then they put three chairs at each table, and then they put a uh, candle on it, and then were like little cards on it. I'm like, oh my god, what is going on here? Are there, <laughs> is there going to be like a chaperone at each table? I still have no idea why there were three chairs at each table. Yeah, they only was- used two. I know. Well, that's because know. usually the tables have three chairs. We were actually talking about that before. It's like, is it in case like somebody has a buddy that they want to bring along? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no. I didn't know what that was. It was it was unnerving. <laughs> so you go over and you sign up for it, and you have to you have to write down your name. And then you get a name tag with with your name on it. Mm. For some reason, I was the only one where I had to have my your last, last initial. I saw yeah. that he was like okay because he wrote down your first name, and there were no other Gregs there. But he yeah. went down my first time. He's like, all right. And then what's the uh, first letter of your last name? I'm like, N. So everybody else just had their regular names on there. Mine was Greg N. I saw that you had Greg N. I was like, wait. I don't know. What is your tag say that, Greg N? That's what he asked for because he yeah. writes it down. I don't know why he did that. But um, <laughs> so so you get there. And then at, at that point, they uh, hand you a card. And once, once you're getting ready to go. So they hand you a card with a number on it. Now, all the ladies... Go sit down at these individual tables, and there's a number on the table. So our friend Charlene and uh, and Helen, they were both there too, doing it. Which we'll have them on probably next week to tell the female side of it because yes. I'm sure they have a whole other. Uh, oh, they view. definitely do. Whole other view of how this worked. All I can say is, as a male participant, my view of how it worked. <laughs> so so each lady is sitting at a table. They have a number on it. The ladies stay there at the table the entire time. That's their station. So they're always sitting at their same table. Oh, the ladies. The ladies don't I didn't move. E- I didn't even catch on to that. Yeah, the ladies. You're right. They all did stay at their own tables. The ladies all stay at the tables. So it's like you're visiting the ladies each at their, time. At their domain. They're at like, domain. welcome to my home. Yes, this is my this table. This is my table. I've been sitting here there for a half. There are many like that, but this is mine. I've been sitting here for a half hour now at this table. This is my <laughs> table and welcome into my table. And then you get to sit there for, I think it's six minutes or something like that. It was something specific. Okay. I believe like six minutes. So... So I pulled out the card and I had like card number three, which happened to be Charlene's table right after that. So I was like, okay, well, this is good. At least I can, at least we can ease into this here, you know, talk to a friend rather than have to go cold into somebody that I don't, don't know at all. So Charlene and I were actually having fun. We're just like joking around and like making fun of the questions. So they have a, they have a little sheet with questions on them. Yeah. There were some lazy questions. I saw some of those. They were pretty bad questions. Yeah. They're pretty bad. Like, what do you do for work? Um, what was, what were some of the other ones? So I even gave you better test questions than those questions. Uh, your test questions were terrifying. No, well, yeah, at least questions. I prepare. See, so I help prepare you. Well, because okay, the you test did. questions were terrifying, which means these ones were a piece of cake. You did, okay. Well, that's true. And um, yeah, Keelan uh, drew our friend Helen. So thankfully, you, you guys know, got to ease in a little bit. Yeah, we all got we all, and it was complete happenstance that that uh, worked out that way. So it was kind of nice for all of us. But 
Charlene and I are talking and we're joking and Charlene's laughing really loudly. Now, none of the other people at these other tables know that we know each other. Yeah. So, so it you probably guys looks sound like, like you're having like the best it date ever. Like I'm killing it right oh, there. Because she's like laughing. You're like that fucking last initial guy. He's yeah. killing it already. Yeah. So I look like a badass. So, there, so we, we did look around and the, the couples that didn't know us are kind of like looking over at the table. You know, they're all like nervously chatting really quiet and we're all like, ha, 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 blah, blah, blah. So... I looked pretty amazing, I think. Wow. I think it helped me out. Yeah, so you were a real lady killer. I was, yeah. I had, right off the bat, I had her busting up. Yeah. It was just Charlene, but yeah. anybody else. Thinks. It looked like everyone was having a good time. I heard lots of laughter. Yeah, Not well, just Charlene, but it looked like you guys were playing some, were you playing games? Um, no, there weren't any games involved. Uh, how come people were holding cards on their heads? Oh, you're right. There was there was a game at the See? very beginning. I, I forgot yeah. about that. I was okay. wondering why everyone had cards on their heads. That was one of the things. This was one of the icebreakers, is what he called it, to start off with, to get everybody loosened up. So he hands you an index card. Greg just uh, made his loose movement by going, loosen kind up. of wiggling back and forth and then snapping his fingers. So yep. that way you know he's loose. Loosen up. <laughs> um, no, I was not that I was not that drunk or anything like that. But I was, I, w- I had a couple of drinks, for sure. No, and then I bought, since I was... This happened at the very beginning, so I just forgot about it after the whole night. Oh, no. Well, plus... Greg didn't drive there, and I wasn't drinking, so I'm like yeah. you, and I'm and I wanted him to get drunk, so I actually bought Greg a couple shots too. I'm like, here you yeah, go. Yeah, no, I, I had a couple of shots, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I better ease up because this is gonna be Slow a long down. time. Um, so I, I the the game was like they they hand you an index card with a face down, and you're supposed to put it up on your forehead, you know, and the other person. Has to ask, guess who you are. Yeah, you guess. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I can't remember the name of that game. It's like the card game where you hold up a card and then you have to ask questions mm-hmm. to figure out what's on your card. Like okay. my card ended up being Miley Cyrus ah. and hers was Madonna. So that was that was just one little thing in the beginning. But that's the only time we did any games really. So, really? So you just had to sit and talk the rest of the time? This is what it was. So after that, after like six minutes, he dings a bell or something like that, and then it's like, okay, and now. Which, by the way, in case anybody deals with food or in a kitchen, uh, I'm used to hearing the dinging bell when there's food ready. And so every time he hit that goddamn bell, I'd run to the kitchen to see if like there was food up. And she's like, <laughs> no, no food because of that stupid bell. Sorry. I hated that bell. All right, go ahead. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so so they ring the bell, and then you're supposed to move. So I was at table three, which was at Charlene's. Then you move to the next highest number. So I went to table four, which happened to be Helen. <laughs> so You guys are really easy to it. I got two easy, yeah. easy ways in there. So Helen and I talked for a few minutes, and then I started talking to strangers. So oh, dun, dun, dun. so after, after Helen, after six minutes of that... I move over and oh that was the other thing too is both of them got up and walked off at one point while I was sitting with them because they went to the bar to get a drink so it <laughs> and they like knew girls, that you wouldn't care so it looked like girls were walking away from me no like, but I, but you had already wowed Charlene in everybody else's eyes by making yeah, her laugh well then Helen got up and walked off like after two <laughs> minutes into it she's like oh, I gotta go get a drink so it just looks like she was ditching me um, now we moved over this is when I moved over to the first girl I met of the evening now the fir- stop making it sound like she's a prostitute. Mm, I can't. St- I don't think pro- so. Which one? I don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think she is. Although she seems like the kind of girl that might not have a problem with that. So I sat down. She's she was uh, the blonde girl. <gasps> the drunk blonde girl. She was quite drunk. She was quite drunk. Oh, I've got some stuff to say about her when you after you finish talking about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'll I s- tell you what I saw from my perspective. So I sat down and started talking to her, and um, within about thirty seconds. She told me, um, yeah, no, I'm a stripper, and I don't care. I'm, I love it. I love being a stripper, and I work at this, uh, I work at this small clubs because I don't like working at the big clubs. We got into this conversation for about three minutes where I was like, oh, really? So why do you like the small clubs over the big clubs? She's like, well, I can work at the small clubs, you know, and I'm all hot, and I'm r- around some nasty hoes. I make more money. So <laughs> that's how she described it. She basically said she's working around uglier girls so she can make so more money. So she feels... In a way, it kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. In a way, it kind of makes sense because she's not a bad-looking girl. But I could see, like at like the Stars Cabaret <laughs> style, she wouldn't work with that. Wait, so she Keelan's t- saying on his date with the stripper that uh, she told him that she hated stripping. That is hilarious because that is the uh, she was like so exuberant and happy about working at the strip club. Well, did you talk to her first? Um, no, before I talked Keelan. to her second. No, but did Keelan talk to her before yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. I think he did. Huh. Well, maybe she got drunk enough to be like, oh, life's not that That's bad. That's hilarious. Yeah, because we were right right behind each other in the lineup. So she must have changed her mind in the six minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. Like instantly. Yeah, because she was so excited about working at the strip club. And I'm talking to her for a little while, and I can't remember what I was joking with her about. 
Um, but then she's like, oh, you're funny. I'm going to circle your name. You better circle my name. You better circle Wait, mine. What does circling your name mean? So this is how, this is the other part of it, how it works. So you get each, um, oh, maybe I did get her first. Okay. Uh, so you, you each get these little cards that you carry with you throughout the whole thing. And on the back of the card, there's just slots where you write down the person's name that you're, uh, that you're talking to. You don't show the other person this. Mm-hmm. And then you either circle a, uh, yes, you would like to, chat with them more you liked them or no you don't want to talk to them anymore oh and then at the end of the game at the end of the entire dating thing you turn in your cards and this is how it works which i thought you were supposed to match up with somebody there that evening you turn in your cards and then the guy running the speed dating thing he compiles them and then he will email people who matched up with each other um like within a couple of days he said (gasps) have you gotten an email no not yet oh did you circle anybody yeah i circle i circled the stripper yeah I, I was curious, and she was threatening me. I had no choice. She was like staring at me. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, I'm, and besides, it was hilarious. I don't have to meet up with any of these people, but no. so that's how it works. It's kind of like Tinder, only like two days later. <laughs> Tinder, but face to face, kind of, yeah. And so, so I talked to this girl for like six minutes, and then I moved on to um, I can't even remember who the next girl was. I talked to so many. Like there, were, there actually were like four or five different. Ladies. Ladies there that I didn't mm. know. Yeah. That I ended up talking to. No, and I have to say, like, the people who were doing it were not unattractive. No, they weren't. They, I they was surprised. I, 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 I was kind of surprised. I was surprised, I must say. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. No, because I did not expect out on uh, where your establishment is. I didn't expect the quality of ladies to be at this part, and um, I'm not saying. And uh, ladies, let me just say there were some. And they like, weren't all looking like, dudes there too. And they weren't all like the uh, the the stripper. I mean, there were actually some some nice girls there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is a flight attendant for private um, for private airlines. <laughs> I found out so it's like private uh, uh, private flights. What do you call that? A stewardess, a p- private jet. Yeah, like a private jet. But okay. I mean, you know, th- those kind of things. So private jets private jet service she's a stewardess for that so oh okay yeah one of those kind of stewardesses yeah. which i was well i don't know what the, what does that mean i don't know i think if you're a private steward did she give you the backstory and how she became i'm just thinking yes. private no stewardess i did get the backstory i did get the backstory is a little different than like what say for example like kelsey does chartered. She, that's why i don't know why i couldn't think of the word chartered, yeah but yes chartered flights um Okay, well, here's here's what she yeah, said. Yeah, as Eddie's saying in the chat, you know what that means. Well, here's how she said that a she got... A private pilot... Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. How does she say it? All right, well, she said she worked at the bank. She worked at, like, Bank of America or something like that um, for years, and this guy was one of her customers. Oh, God. And so she would always <laughs> talk to the customer, and then one day he said, well, you, you would make a good flight attendant, and... Uh, You'd make a good flight attendant? I don't know. Hi. This is what she said. You're pretty. You'd make a good flight attendant. She was quite pretty. Why did she look like she was able to, like, you know, save people in an emergency situation? Is that what he meant? No, she just looked pretty. Yeah. She, she looked actually too classy to be out there, um, to be honest. I was kind of confused. I thought she was a ringer. But, uh... Hey! Uh, what are the rest of the ladies there? I mean, hell, I'm working there. I but. had just <laughs> left talking to a stripper <laughs> who, who, who later on that night ended up dumping her purse on the patio. Let's just say this this girl seemed a little bit of a higher end than, uh, than where I was at. Yeah, you at, went from like zero to a hundred between those two tables. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I don't know. I'm not... You're the one accusing her of being. Uh, no, the classy lady. She did. She did have classy drinks. Did she? She she drank uh, Grey Goose, oh. Grey Goose soda with a muddled lime. Oh wow! And she was a good tipper. Okay, I liked her. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. She can be the prostitute of the skies for all I care. She she's a very <laughs> nice lady. <laughs> well, uh, so there was her. She was she was hard to, to talk to. Most of them were pretty good, except for this one girl. So. I sat down with this, and, and I could see her. She was at a booth. That's where they had her that her, her station. And I'm walking over to her, and I just I like see her saying, like... <laughs> what? I like you keep saying they're at their stations. Like, I'm just picturing Charlene sitting there at her at her dating station. It was. Like. That's pretty much what it was, a dating station. <laughs> so they're getting a different dude every six minutes showing up. And I walk over to this girl, and she knows that I'm coming over there because she knows what the game is. This is like probably five or six rounds into it. And she's just looking at her phone and I sit down across from her and she just gives me one of those looks that basically screamed, I wish you weren't here. I want to kill you right now. (laughs) And just kind of glared at me and then looked back down at her phone. I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. Like, wow. You're, uh, You're not having much fun with this, are you? No. 
I'm like, okay. Whoa, like, really? Yeah. Oh, That's dude, it so was awkward. bad. It was bad. And I'm just like, okay, you know, you don't have to be doing this. And this is part of a game. I'm not like invading your territory. Like, you know that I'm supposed to come sit down here. This is part of speed. Yeah. This like, I did involved in. Yeah. Like, I'm this not, is what we agreed to. I'm not here because I want to talk to you. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to be a bitch, I don't want to talk to you either. Like, let's, let's just not do this. So I basically, I sat there for a minute and then, uh, Keelan's asking which chick. She was the one in the far back, the far back, uh, the redhead, oh, she kind of the, reddish hair. Tall, oh, the pinkish hair? Pinkish hair. Yeah. Okay. Tall, she didn't look girl. No, that she, awesome. No, she was a bitch. Yeah. And if you found out the show and you're listening, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were a total bitch. <laughs> so at that point, then I just started, um, you know, I kind of waited for a minute and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to sit here for six minutes. Um, so then I just started quizzing her. I started, I was like, I'm going to turn this into an interview for myself. Like, so what do you do for work? How long have you been doing that? What, what do you did you do, do for work? What did you do? Um, what was it? She works at, uh, uh, she works at a market. She stocks shelves. Oh, okay. So like, okay. She works in the cold section of a, of a supermarket stocking okay. the cold section. Okay. I, I didn't know there's a specific, that's a specific job apparently, but that's what she does. Oh yeah. Just For the, the big freezers? departments? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's what she does. Yep. And, uh, and so I, I just kept quizzing her over and over to, to the point of probably I was annoying her, but I didn't care because mm-hmm. I did not like her. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a better way to pass the six minutes, you know, yeah. instead of just sitting there in silence. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, moved on to the other ones and talked to some other, uh, some other, some other ladies. But overall, I have to say, it was pretty fun. If anybody has never been speed dating, and I don't know, I had never done it before. Like, are you saying you have to be like you? Like, I mean, did because I, I mean, it looked like everybody else had fun. Like, do you have to be outgoing, or do you think like even people who aren't that talkative? I mean, you're kind of put in a position where you do kind of have to talk to somebody. So that's yeah, kind of a kind good of thing. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you kind of have to. I guess maybe I I might do better than that, better at that than some other people, just because I'm used to talking to people. But they have the questions there, and once you get into the flow of it, I would definitely suggest having a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Have a couple of drinks before you start off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I had fun. I would do it again. I it, would do it again. I, it looked like it was actually, I you think, um, yeah, uh, uh, Derek, my manager, my boss, uh, was actually pretty happy with the way it turned out. And he's like, everyone just seemed, because by the time it was done, you know, because there's some events that I've worked and not everybody's in a good mood. Like by the time it was done, regardless of, you know, if anyone had like, you know, met somebody they liked or anything, like everyone had a good time and everyone yeah. was happy and like smiling when they left. Well, and once I found out that you didn't have to like, give somebody your full name and your phone number and that you were matched up like right then in front of mm-hmm. everybody that took all the pressure off so then it's just like oh we're well, just going to hang out with these people whether they like you or not you may never know yeah you know and who cares i mean it's just you're just talking to strangers for mm-hmm. 6 minutes it's 6 minutes it's not that long exactly i would suggest it for for single people out there i will say this from my experience my one time speed dating i had a good time okay yeah i would do it again I think, you know what, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, the bar that I work at, I think that they are going to do it again in a couple of weeks. And by fucking golly, I am working that again. <laughs> if, I have to, if I have to pull teeth to get that shift, I want to watch that again. Because let me tell you from my perspective, now I, I know that you missed this because you kind of alluded to the fact. So the highlight of this, of this whole night, the shit show of the night, was the blonde stripper. Yeah. So let me just give preface this. I would this. say she won the drunkest award. She won the drunkest Let me preface this by saying I have worked now, um, you know, I've been a bartender for a couple months now. I have only had to cut off one person since I've been working there. Blondie is the one person I have cut <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I had to cut that. I had to cut her off a couple weeks ago because she was with some dude. Of course and she was. Uh, yeah, and the guy was like, and he was fine, but you know, and she was just like sitting there, like, Bleh. and he's like, hey, hey, lady, he's like, I, I want a tic tac, I want a tic tac for me and one for my girl, and I'm like, <laughs> that's how he said it. Yeah, lady? and he was just, he was just a dick. He I'm called like, you lady. Yeah, he called me lady, and he was just a dick anyway. And so I looked at, so I'm just like, uh. so I looked at Derek. I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking serve the girl. He's like, no. He's like, offer her water. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went up. I'm like, hey, listen, and she didn't even order the drink. He ordered it, and I'm just like, hey, listen. I really can't serve you. I can get you a glass of water. And she's like, that's fine. I just want some food, you know. And he's just like, well, fuck you then. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. And like, <laughs> just got all like meat heady. Uh, and he was there last night. He wasn't speed dating and they weren't sitting together. So I don't know no, what happened. I think she probably has her own speed dating going on okay. there every night. That's what I'm Yeah, but she is the one. I, I, it took me a while to recognize her. But she is the one girl that I had to cut off. What uh, Side note, what is in a Tic Tac? I don't know. Okay. I'm glad uh, I did. I've heard it. it ordered before, but I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like orange. It's by the way, 
I should be winning bartending awards with this knowledge, huh? <laughs> I think it might be orange. All right. So anyway, there's that. So blonde, blonde girl, the only girl I've ever had to cut off. All right. So far. And uh, number two, while sitting at the bar, Greg, I don't think that she liked you as much as she liked some other gentlemen that I saw. Oh, what Particularly happened? Particularly one in general. Where I actually saw her from from my vantage point, where I was standing at the bar, I was just kind of um, drinking my water and like looking at everybody and trying to listen to things so that I could uh, write down some notes. And so I'm looking at the stripper, and I didn't know she was a stripper, so that's just where I yeah. Now. And I'm looking at her, and she's wearing a V-neck shirt, like a like a button. It's like a white V-neck shirt with like a couple of buttons on the top. Okay. And she's sitting there talking to the guy, and she's facing me, and I see her unbutton her two buttons, pull out her boob. What? And show her boob to the guy. Up uh, her bare breast. Bare breast. Pull down her pull down her bra, open her shirt and show her boob to a dude. What? And Derek saw it too and Derek's like, "Holy shit, did you see her boob?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Why is she why is she showing her boob to him?" She just pulled her boob out and then she like put it away and kept talking like it was the most natural thing in the world. What the hell? Yeah. If I'd known that, I would have just asked. Yeah, you you probably could have. I could have. You could have. Wow. But I saw, it was the weirdest thing. I just looked over. Yeah, this wasn't during the speed date, was it? Or, or no, it was. it was during their date. It was bur- during their date? Yeah, it was during the speed date. Shit. You guys had like change tables or whatever it was, and she was sitting there and talking, and she's like, ha, ah. and then she pulled down her shirt, pulled down her boob, and was like showing it to the guy for like what a good hell? like five seconds. I want to know what led to that. And then put her boob back away. Okay. Okay, well, yeah. I guess... John's uh, pointing out she definitely got her name. Or, yes. Yeah, she sounds definitely like it. his name. Sounds like it. Wow, I so should then, have just asked. So then she was also the one, and did you witness this when she brought her purse outside? Well, I know she had at one point talked about... Yes, I, I mean, I did see that she spilled her purse. I know she was talking about how she wanted to make it rain, <laughs> and that she liked Charlene, and then she wanted to make it rain on Charlene. At one yeah. Point. No. Well, apparently she was. Uh, she decided to go outside where she dumped her purse out. Yeah. No. Littering the entire patio with oh, no, like she... pennies. Not only uh, with pennies from heaven. She also left a couple of keys out there. Also about. Oh, no, I've got a picture of it. I, I posted a picture of it in the uh, live chat earlier. So because uh, yeah, she had uh, change everywhere. Key. Fingernails. Finger and that's we haven't mentioned it. You might have posted it, but we didn't talk about it. There yeah. were multiple fake fingernails amidst the change. Well, it is her trade. And they're all like different colors. It was it was magical. Yeah. It was a sight to be seen. Yeah. Oh, apparently uh, she told Keelan to get the hell out of her face. Oh. Because I'm sure he was all in her face. Yes, because Keelan's I, just quite aggressive. Yeah, that that uh that doesn't seem right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there was it. I do. I will say though, it was uh, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. to speed dating. Come you might see dating. a boob. <laughs> <laughs> just one. That takes some balls if that guy just straight up asked. No, I don't think he did. She was just. She just. She did just it. Did, it looked like she just did it. Wow. Like she was just completely. Well, especially if she's talking to you guys about being a stripper. Clearly, she's not self conscious about her body. Well, no, and she switched from hating being a stripper apparently to Keelan to loving being a stripper talking to me. Hmm. It depended on which one. I so don't that know. Guy, I wonder what story that guy got. I don't know. Yeah. He probably, you know, the story he got was probably like, here's my boob. <laughs> and then that might have been it. Well, we'll have uh, Charlene and uh, Helen in at some point here so they can tell the uh, the female. Yeah, because I want to know the story with the guy in the alligator hat. There was a guy in a uh, is in an alligator hat. Mm-hmm. Like, not made of alligator. It was a like a kid's hat that was shaped like an alligator head. And he loved that Charlene. That he was wearing. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. He was telling her his life story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a stain on his shirt. I did spill a beer on myself. Uh, oh, I know. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. That happened. Yeah. I mean, he outstained you, though. He had, he was wearing oh, a gray sweatshirt covered in spaghetti. St- it pretty much it looked like spaghetti. That's why I wore a black shirt, because at least it was dark mm-hmm. when I was out of the light. Just looked like you were lactating a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, there we go. So would you do it again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I go to the same place and do it again. <laughs> I think. I think repeating it there that might be a little bit too much. All right, you got like, your oh, story. You're back again, huh? Oh. No. Nobody no. circled you last time, huh? No. Looks like it didn't work out for you. Better, Which, by the way, this time. I think I figured out the secret to this. So, what I would rather do mm-hmm. is be the one running the speed dating because oh. I I took one look at that guy when I came in last night, and I was like, I got it. I know what this is all about now. I get how what this is works. What is it all about? This guy sets it up just so he can get dates for himself. 
he's got everybody's info. He's sitting there talking to everyone. He sees what works, what doesn't. He'll see. He'll cherry pick the ones that obviously it wasn't working out for anybody else. Boom. I did see him talking that is what to, he's the, doing. to the flight attendant girl afterwards. Of course he was. Why wouldn't he? Oh my I can't God. Maybe blame that's him. why the questions were so shitty, because it's just a big facade to get that dick laid. That's all it is. That's totally what it that's is. That's it. That's what's going on there. This guy set it up. It's genius. That's pretty genius. I mean, he's a douche, but I got to give him credit. That guy has more hair product in his in his hair, like he had yeah, last he had night, than I have ever owned in my entire life. He had some weird hair going on there. There was a, his hair took some time. Yeah, that was like it was like a, sh- a hair shell. Yeah, there was a lot of hair going on. Like he took a lot of time to make it look like he didn't take a lot of time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. That is true. Yeah. That's true. All right. I have, I have some respect for that. I'm telling you, man, that's totally what he's doing. Okay. Totally what he's doing. So now I kind of want to set up one of these things. Well, you could probably. I could. It doesn't seem very hard. Mm-mm. You ring a bell every six minutes, talk on a microphone and say, okay, move to the next station. Why don't you set one up and I'll see if Derek will let you run. All right, the maybe. speed dating. All right, maybe. Bar. Okay, let me think about it. You should totally do that because you can come up with some fun questions now that you've gone through it. I mean, you know, you know, you know how to do it. Yeah, basically. I mean, well, I've done it once, but I mean, it's not that complicated of a procedure. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, you just rotate tables. That's it. That's all you do. That's all you do. And you could come up with some fun questions, some fun like icebreaker questions. Plus, you'd get to be the center of attention, and wow, you'd you know get I like to do. That. I know, and you'd get to do what this guy did, which is you get the pickings afterward. Yeah, you get to pick them off. Get yeah, to pick, pick, you pick. cherry pick. You get to cherry pick. You cherry pick the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Damn, smooth work. Mm-hmm. Smooth work. All right. Yes, all, all right. I'll ask Derek. Because I don't think you need like a speed dater license. Yeah, do, you, do you have to go to school for that? I don't think there's a... I, you know what I think you these guys... You have to guys, be able to make, make I, cards with numbers on I them. I swear to God, I think they, they bought like a speed date kit. Yeah. I think that's what they did. That's totally it, mm-hmm. huh? Yep. Yeah, it is. It's got to be because they're printed out cards. Yeah. Obviously pre-printed. No, I think it's like a, a kit that you can buy online. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much a kit is because, I, I mean, they made some you money. You could just make your own kit. Yeah. And make it a lot more exciting. Yeah, but why not be even more lazier and just buy one online? And be more like, yeah, lazier? No. Yeah. No, you want to make it a special experience. Oh. Because you're going to be the story that people tell like when they're like on their wedding day. They're like, how did you meet? And I'm like, well, let me tell you the story. I went out to this bar in Gresham. I don't think there were to there a any... To a speed dating night where I had a free jello shot and I met your mom. Oh, yeah, you did get a free jello shot. Uh, that was happening in mm-hmm. most rounds. That is one of the things that. Oh wait, not you know, not free. Everyone paid for them. Oh yeah, I mean, I paid for it. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was part of. It was part of the the package. Yeah, part yes. of the package. That's mm-hmm. part of the package. Yep. Yes. That's what I meant. Hey, so something else exciting happened last night, didn't it? What? Isn't it the start of some kind of tournament? Oh, it is indeed, Sarah. It is indeed. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? I'm kind of excited about this. Because I want to know who you picked to win it all. All right. Because I don't know exactly what I did. I probably picked the absolute worst people that I could. Pro- well, you know, you never know. That's the thing. Let mm-hmm. me let me pull it up here so I can get something uh, up to the minute detailed information. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. So, yes, indeed, the. NCAA men's basketball tournament has begun. Are you going to use your echoey thing? Did you fix it yet? I haven't. Oh, it's working. Oh. And for all of you who went to funemploymentradio.com slash champion and entered into the bracket, it is now time for the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions! In San Diego the month before April. So... The tournament has started. We, of course, filled out our brackets. Sarah, you did fill one out for I yourself? did fill one out. I'm okay. looking at it right now. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will try to... I'm uh, so glad I remembered this year. It was kind of fun. I, like, went through... I um, I didn't have a little rhyme or reason, but uh, it ended up pleasantly because there was a, l- a little thing that happened in my last two teams that I picked. But I don't want to say who I picked yet because I don't want everyone Why to... Why not? Like, it's too late. You, is it too late? Yeah, all right, you want me you, to say who I picked to do it okay, all? Okay, we'll do it here in just a second. Okay. So if you already entered, you entered. If you didn't, it's too late. And you can look at everybody's brackets. You cannot change your bracket anymore because the tournament has started. So mm-hmm. whoever you pick to win it, that's it. It's not going to be changing in like two days or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I can say for myself, uh, let's see here where I am at. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how I'm doing. Okay. I'll let you know how I'm doing here in just a minute. Um, well, when did, have the games already started? Yes, the games have started. So, so how do I know? Does does this keep track of like which ones are being knocked off? 
Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. So I'm probably already losing by a lot. Hey, by the way, just side note real quick. I have had about 700 people send me this gem. Uh, news, have you seen this? How no. uh, Jason, uh, Justin Bieber's manager is actually making a live action gem in the holograms movie? Wow. Yeah. This is terrible. Like People keep saying I'm excited. I'm like, why would I be excited about Justin Bieber's manager putting together a gem movie? This just kind of breaks my Who heart. Who is going to be in it? I don't know. It says, but the only thing that's good about it, well, even though I like the Paranormal Activity movies, uh, the producer of Paranormal Activities is apparently on board, uh, the Paranormal Activities movies, and he's on board, I guess, as well, to try and make this live-action gem movie. So they already have uh, a website called Gem the Movie. And they're announcing their truly outrageous project. Oh, God, it's going to be Miley Cyrus. It's going to be Miley Cyrus. Wouldn't you want Miley Cyrus to Why be in it? Why would I want Miley Cyrus to be in it? She's no gem. Gem is very special. And Miley Cyrus is not. Okay, here we go. I've got, I've got my tournament brought up. Okay. Just real quick. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about the gem circumstances yes. that are going on. And that does sound very difficult for you and a very difficult No, time. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good. Ish. You will go see it. Well, of course I will go see it. They're raping my childhood. I have to go see it. I've dressed hey. as Gem like what, like five times for Halloween? Even more than that when I was a kid. Welcome to Transformers movies. Uh. All right. Uh, in the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, I will say right now, uh, my bracket is almost 100% perfect. <gasps> almost 100% perfect. Oh, Bean is suggesting Kesha for Gem. Oh, that, that totally would, be Kesha. That I could get behind. Why? Why would you get behind that? And because not Miley Cyrus. She'd be, because Kesha is like My, Miley Cyrus can actually sing. Whether you like her or not, she can actually sing. Well, no, the magic of Gem wasn't like her singing voice. It was the magical adventures that her and the holograms went on. Plus, Kesha has amazing hair. She could totally do the Gem hair and rock the outfits. Miley Cyrus just doesn't have that. I don't like her face. Okay. Her face is just like a little, it's a little like munchkin face. I don't right. like it. Right. She can't play a real woman. Okay. Well, she I can don't just know. dance around. No, no. Okay. No. All right. Fair enough. Well, I am doing quite well in the tournament, Sarah. Have you taken a look at your bracket? You can oh. find all of this. What we'll do so is I we'll can post see these if I've up. been if, if I've lost yet. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll get these posted up at funemploymentradio.com/slash/champion, where you will be able to see each other's brackets and judge. And right now. Lest ye be judged. Looks like everybody's in the loser seat compared to me. I mean, minus Harvard and Pittsburgh. And maybe one other team that I'm about to lose. Oh, are there games Almost playing right now? Perfect. There we go. That concludes this edition. Wait. We what? didn't say... Uh, didn't, aren't we going to say who we picked to win it all? All right. Who do you have? I picked... I don't know what I'm doing again. Duke. You picked Duke? Yeah. Wow. What does that mean? That's... Have fun with that one. How do I find where I am? <laughs> Sarah's fantastic bracket. Here it is. How many... How, what, what's your score right now? Um, Where does it say the score? It says your points. Up at the top. Five out of six. Five out of six, huh? What do you have? Well, the day's not over Greg, yet, so just I mean, tell me what you wise, have. I just told you. Well, I mean, technically it says four out of six, but that's oh, just not really... Oh, I am beating you. <laughs> but by the end of the day, <laughs> that'll statistically, that'll even back out, and uh, I think it'll be just fine. I have Florida winning the national championship this year. <gasps> University Ooh. of Florida beating Arizona in the final game. Oh, see, I have Florida going head-to-head with Syracuse, but then Syracuse beats them, and then I have Syracuse versus Duke, where Duke comes out on top. And what does that, uh, what do you have going on there? Uh, 60, uh, Syracuse will score 68 points, and Duke will score 79. Okay. I, I got Bean saying, Greg just picked the most popular to win. It's the most popular because they're the favored team to win. Well, I'm going for the dark horse. Well, there you go. The dark mm. horse of Duke. No yep. one will see him coming. Nobody will see. And plus, I liked it because my initials were the last two. Syracuse, Syracuse and, Duke. and Duke. Wow. In my finals, it's SD. Sarah Dillon. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that works out for you. Well, well, I'm already doing better than you, so it's working out okay so far. Thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm really excited about when Florida gets knocked off? Because I have, yeah. I'm just saying. It's oh, going fine. up against Pittsburgh because that's fine. one of the ones I that I got right. Duke to lose in every single game they're in. I even have Duke going Wait, who to. Did you uh, have? Who I did have Duke going to the Elite Eight, but I am going to root against them now every single game. I will sacrifice those points mm. just to spite you. No, Florida's going to be knocked out in round eight because you know what? Nobody likes predictability. Tomorrow morning, so I'll be rooting. Fall- 
for some university named Mercer, who is playing Duke. Go Mercer. I love that school, wherever it is. And that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm sorry, who's ahead right now? Uh, I, I already switched off of that page. I okay. don't even know anymore. Okay. There's too many different things that are happening mm-hmm. with the games, so it's like it's hard to... It's hard to keep up with a lot of them. Yeah. Um, it's hard to keep up when you're that far behind. Oh, I just won another. Oh, no, I didn't. That was only the first no, half. No, when the red, when it's red and it has a line through it, that means you lost. Well, anyway. All right. Well, we do have our guest coming in a little bit here. Yeah, we do. Should we uh, go ahead and take a break? Yeah. Take a break for a few minutes? Yes, because we, we should uh, get a little ready for that. Okay. All right. We'll be joined here in just a little bit by Ted Alexander. We need to. Maybe we should take that we'll time sure to that figure we out. We'll, uh, make, we'll make sure that we have that straightened out. We'll, we'll figure out what the, what his name is. Exactly. Yes, so that we know you know exactly what. We're um, I do want to say thank you though to one of our fine sponsors because I was able to take some pictures and take a bunch, keep a bunch of notes going last mm-hmm. night and post those pictures thanks to my phone from Metro PCS, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Metro PCS, one of our fine sponsors. Of course, they are located all throughout the Portland area. Really, anywhere you're at, they're probably opening up stores. But what you want to do is go to metropcs.com/slash/metro and. Go into one of their locations, test out their products. It's $40 flat rate. That's it. Flat rate. No mm-hmm. taxes, fees, hidden things on top of it. 40 bucks, unlimited text, Wi-Fi, or text, uh, you know, data. Data planning. Planning. Yeah. All of it. 40 bucks. That's it. Like all the phone stuff. All the phone the stuff. The phone stuffs. Flat rate contract. Mm-hmm. And it's month to month, so you don't even have to sign a contract, which is just awesome. And they uh, they served me quite well last night mm-hmm. when I was taking pictures of uh, strippers' fingernails on the ground. And spilling stuff all over yourself. And spilling because stuff Because it was myself. waterproof, so if you spilled it on your phone, you'd be okay. Yeah, that's true. It would be <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. All right. There we go. All right. We'll be back in just a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. Taco. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> yes, indeed. I do like that one. I know you do. Yes. You always Except do. for then it confuses guests because they think our names are Nibbler and Dylan. Well, I mean, it Those kind of is. Name. The last names are right. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Greg. Hi, Sarah. Okay. Welcome back mm-hmm. to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we are joined now by Don't Ted. Don't fuck it up. Damn it. You, see, if you say that, now I'm going to... Okay. Ted... Alexandro. You got it. Awesome. Oh. Nailed it. You got it. Greg That's was a little it. nervous about botching that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Thank the you. hard part's over. <laughs> That's it. The rest of it's easy. And thanks for coming in. We'll see you later. <laughs> this is my last name tour. Yeah. I just go from radio to station to see if they nail it. <laughs> if they get it, you stay. <laughs> That's if they right. don't, <laughs> ow. So did you, you just got in this afternoon. Yeah, I just came in from New York today. Oh, my gosh. Was it just a straight flight or did you have a layover? I had a layover in Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was a long day of travel but well worth it oh is this your first time here no i've been here before Uh, i was telling shana that i opened for louis ck here a few years back wow yeah yeah so uh and i think i might have been here with craig ferguson too once um but yeah yeah i've been here and I, i always have a good time what do you think of our fair city i like it yeah 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 it's you know it's so different from the east coast first of all yeah just the energy is different and i like that i like the change of energy because new york is pretty relentless um, Does it feel like we're a lot slower? It feels slower, but not slow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, just a different kind of energy. I mean, it's obviously a big city and busy, but not. It's not like New York. It's though. not chaotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I dig that about it. Cool. Huh. Yeah. Do you go on? Are you on tour a lot right now? Uh, yeah, you know, I just put out my new hour special, so I've been touring to kind of uh, promote that and just to be amongst the people. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Hour material just seems like... How long does it take you to write like an hour show like that? Uh, like well, how, like you know, I mean, you can write an hour in an hour, but, <laughs> but it's a not... A good hour, yeah. I mean. <laughs> like good. the solid, the finished hour. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know, I would say... Well, here's the thing. I put out my first special 10 years ago. In the interim, I put out two half-hour specials on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like was... I kept waiting for like, when am I going to put out the new hour? 
And it wasn't, you know, at least this is my story. It wasn't laziness. It was just like I kind of kept evolving and changing. And I felt like, okay, this, you know, I want to, I want to wait for like the perfect time mm-hmm. when it all feels right. Yeah. And, you know, it just, everything came together with this one. And also I wanted to take the DIY approach, which I had with my first one. Um, and there were some overtures from Comedy Central, um, but ultimately, like, I didn't want that usual thing of you just turn it over yeah. to them, mm-hmm. they throw you a chunk of change, and you just kind of show up the night of the performance, and that's your involvement in, mm-hmm. your, in your special. And that's it? They do all the rest of it? They do everything, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is nice, I guess, to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. I kind of like to be hands-on, so... Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like relinquishing control, and that must be kind of scary when it's like, that's my thing. Yeah. You know, and now it's, in, now it's you're dealing with it. Like, that's and, right. <laughs> and they edit it however they want, I assume? That's the other oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, that is kind of scary. Uh-uh. And also the the thing that I don't like about the kind of those almost like sausage factory specials is they're, they're all the same, you know, yeah. like in terms of how they're produced. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the comedian brings their sensibility, but the, everybody's killing mm-hmm. and everybody it's like this grand sweeping thing with like the, the camera shots. It panel. goes over the yeah. audience and everyone's clapping and then it goes right? and there's like a little billowy curtain behind you. and It's nice, yeah. but like that's not comedy to me. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not what happens every night. So I did it in a small, intimate 30-seat theater in New York, uh, The Creek in the Cave, which is kind of like, it's almost like the CBGBs of comedy now. It's like nice. this really like small um, grassroots thing that's really taken hold in like the last maybe, I don't know, six, seven years. A lot of cool things going on there. And that's where I perform, uh, you know, in addition to the comedy clubs. Mm. Um, but it's just got this really kind of indie vibe, you know? So I shot four nights there. Um, didn't tell people I was shooting a special. Nice. Cause, you know, because people behave differently when it's like uh, you're right. at the taping yeah. of a special, yeah. you know? The cameras were there, obviously, but it wasn't like come down to the taping of my special, you know. So it was just like four nights of comedy, and it's it doesn't have any of that kind of hyper manic. This is a special, and mm-hmm. I'm killing, and look how funny I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was just like here's my material, and everybody's know. convulsing in the audience <laughs> over. Yeah, right, right. And another thing that I don't like about the way Comedy Central will cut things is like if there's a joke about uh, Indian people in some way, they'll show an Indian person laughing. You know, oh they, yeah, it's about so, like, black look, it's person. okay, it's yes. okay. See? We're not offending See? anyone. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I never thought about that. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna start yeah. looking for that every I'll time. Notice, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. That, that was that, another thing that we, <laughs> we chose not to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's got to be interesting for you going from you know small clubs like that to like you know a Louis C.K. tour, which I don't I don't even know what size of venue that is. Like, do you have to tailor what you do depending on that kind of crowd, or do you just do the same material and? Yeah, you know, it's it, it is interesting. Uh, I think your energy changes, you know? Yeah. Like when you're doing a 2000 seat um theater, you play everything bigger. Uh you're playing to the back of the room. You have space to move around. It's mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it's these beautiful old theaters. Um so you you know, for me anyway, I I change a little bit just to kind of use the space. Uh but with a small theater, I like the intimacy of that and at times even the awkwardness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like kind of engaging with the crowd and and I take my time on stage I you know there, there's pauses and you know uh, things that I kind of let hang mm-hmm. um, so I like all of that with a small crowd because I think it creates intimacy and at times awkwardness and that's fine yeah. that's fine yeah. too well you're so yeah. relaxed I mean when we were reading about you I'm like okay comedian from New York I assumed you're gonna come in and be a little brash and like <laughs> ah! but you were just you're very reserved and very like well spoken. Oh, thanks. Yes. Uh, well, I was a, I was a school teacher for five years. <gasps> okay. <laughs> in New York, so that I think my patience were, was uh, was learned there. How know? did How did you get into comedy? Well, I I had always been in the arts. You know, I was mm-hmm. a, a jazz piano major in college initially, um, but I was always doing acting and theater throughout high school and college, just more as you know, just recreationally, and I enjoyed being around those kinds of people. Um, but then in college, I started doing a sketch comedy group that a friend had started, and that was when kind of the light bulb went off because I started writing some sketches and submitting, 
and uh, realized, oh wow, you know, these are going up on stage. People are laughing. Yeah. Um, and I always loved comedy, but never really entertained the idea of pursuing it. You know, I, like how do you even do that, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, once I started doing sketch, that really kind of got me motivated. And then uh, the guy who had created the group, uh, he and I started doing a two-man act like w- when we graduated, just started going around to open mics. And I, so I started as part of a duo, which in a way was a good way to kind of learn the terrain and, you know, just uh, whether something goes great or goes awful, you have somebody to ride home with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> blame, blame it on. <laughs> That's why I like being part of a duo, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going down, we're going down together. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, um, you mentioned acting, too, and I know this was a long time ago, but I was such a fan of the show. I have to ask, what was it like being on the set of Oz? Oh, man. You were an inmate on Oz? I was an inmate on so Oz. So what, what kind of it, like, uh, what, what, what did you do as an inmate? Well, I was or what a, was done to you? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the better question. <laughs> I was in a rape therapy group um, in Oz, and I got to do a scene with Rita Moreno, which was so awesome because she's you know she's legend. Yeah, um, and the way that came about was like just like so surreal because I did a show at Caroline's in New York, and unbeknownst to me, the uh, creator, writer, director Tom Fontana uh, of Oz was in the audience. And, you know, so I just did the show, went home. And the next day I got a phone call from him saying, can you come in to read, you know, for Oz? So, um, of course, I went and, you know, you go on so many auditions, you kind of think you'll be reading for an assistant or whoever. But it was him. It was just me and him. Wow. It was actually him. It was him. Yeah. And we talked, you know, it was so cool because we talked for like a good 20 minutes or so Mm -hmm. before we even got to the audition. Before we got to it. Yeah. So it was just like... Totally different from most other things where you you go in, you're in front of a camera or an assistant, and you read, and it's over in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this was like, you know, I guess he dug my performance and thought enough to call me in specifically to read for him. So that's flattering. Oh, that's, was, that's awesome. It was great. It was great. And then uh, I got cast. Yeah. So then I was part of this rape therapy group. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, pretty wild. And you know what's wild about it too is that. You feel like you're in prison when you're shooting there because it's this huge warehouse that is essentially, you know, you feel like you're in a prison. And the way they cast the extras, you know, th- these are not actors. These are like people that you you would swear, like, this guy definitely yeah. did some time. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there was like a, a lunchroom scene where, like, everybody was kind of in their own groups. And I, just, I was like, where do I even fit in? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you actually are in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like the drag oh, queens to my right. And, wow. You know, yeah, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. But, uh, yeah, really just... Uh, like a, a surreal experience and especially the way it happened was so unexpected you know is yeah. acting something that you'd like to start doing more of yeah like I said you know I had done a lot of acting high school mm-hmm. college um, and right now as a matter of fact uh, I'm in the process of putting out a web series called Teacher's Lounge where I play the music teacher my buddy plays the janitor the, the guy that I started in comedy with Hollis, Hollis James is his name nice and uh, so we wrote this web series where we work in a school and then different comedians come in you know we're always just hanging out in the teacher's lounge kind of killing time and then we got Lewis Black as the principal <laughs> Janine Garofalo plays the assistant principal makes the like um, you know the public address announcements in, in every episode Judy Gold plays the gym teacher uh, musician Ted Leo plays himself in <gasps> I love Ted Leo yeah oh one yeah. of the best live shows I've ever seen oh yeah he's mm. so great he's incredible. and so f- funny too mm. uh, Judah Friedlander plays the computer science teacher so yeah these are the first uh, four that we shot <laughs> and we're gonna do eight more with like Jim Gaffigan David Tell just all the folks wow. That I know from the New York comedy scene over the years. Yeah. Um, Todd Barry. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is something that we're, we're going to put out. I think it's going to come out in June is the uh, the schedule. Also pretty it. soon here. Yeah, yeah. This is like something we shot. The first one's like maybe eight months ago, and now we're shooting the new slate. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. That's so cool. And where will people be able to see that? Uh, that is going to be – we're working with Snag Films – so I think Snag Films has a site, but uh, it'll probably come out like I know Huffington Huffington Post is going to debut the first four. Okay, so that'll probably be the most like. Well, I will visible. see it because I'm on there every day. That's a 
Good poll. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, and uh, you're going to be at Helium Comedy tonight and through this weekend. And so all through can, the weekend. All through the weekend. That's right. Is there anything you want to do in Portland while you're here besides, of course, do amazing you know performances at Helium? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a coffee guy, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I kind of want to bounce around to a couple of coffee places. And I, that's where I do a lot of writing, too. And mm. just hang oh, yeah. And so, yeah, so I think that. Um, but I like to walk around too. Yeah, kind of get lost. So I think I'll do some of that. This is a good city to do that. Oh in, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, so go see go see Ted tonight. You've got a show tonight at eight p.m. and then seven thirty and ten o'clock on Friday and Saturday at Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com on Ninth and Hawthorne. And um, what's the best website for? The best website is tedalexandro.com, where you can also download my special. I did it is the name of it, and. Um, <laughs> And that's pay what you will. So uh, you, that's you awesome. How cool! Yeah, yeah. I just you know, that was another part of the process for me w- putting this out. I thought like um, you know guys like Louis and Gaffigan had done the five dollar model direct from their sites. Mm-hmm. So I thought like you know maybe like what's the next step? Uh, yeah. Like you know Radiohead and different groups had done that. Yeah. So I thought that would be a cool way to kind of engage with folks. Uh, so that's been yeah that's been exciting. It's been out for a month. And uh, everything's been going really well. So oh, that's cool. awesome. Right, you said Louie one more time. What was it like being on the set of Louie? Was that a fun experience? That was great, too. Yeah, you know, Louie was a guy that he was kind of the next generation ahead of me on the New York scene. So I always would see guys like him and Attell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, just guys that you know, Norm MacDonald was around at that time, John Stewart. Um, yeah, so the guys that it's just so exciting to even be around them. So then when he asked me to open for him during the Hilarious tour... That was just like a real shot in the arm. Wow, yeah. Um, And then he asked me to be on the show, so I did a couple of episodes of Louie. Um, so yeah, you know, it's kind of like doing an apprenticeship in a sense. When you're around these guys, you get to pick their brain because they've done so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from Louis was writing on Letterman and Conan, and uh, you know, he was a writer on the Chris Rock show. Uh, so he's done a lot of things. You mm. know, so it was just it was cool to uh, to kind of be a fly on the wall, and it was also when I was touring was with him was when he was just uh, doing the deal for the Louis show as well. Wow! So he was kind of deciding. Do I go somewhere else, or do I go to this place where they give me a blank check and say, you know, just bring bring the episodes. We don't need to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is ultimately what he did with FX. He just said, like, these people trust me and like me. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, I learned a lot just being around him and, you know, kind of watching him and seeing how he does things. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, Ted Alexandro, there I almost I almost did it. I almost like caught myself because I've <laughs> thought about out. it so much. You're so close. <laughs> to the <finish> line. <laughs> so close. One stretch, Greg. Uh, Ted, thank you so much for coming in. My <laughs> pleasure, this guys. Is awesome. Thank and you. Uh, go check him out at Helium Comedy Club. And I'm going to play a little Ted Leo right now. Awesome. All, All right, right, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. A nice young man. Absolutely. He is awesome. Go yeah. see Ted Alexandra. It's people with temperaments like that that make me feel like a goddamn spaz. Yeah. Because, oh, totally. Yeah. Like completely in control of what he's, he's doing. He knows so what he's doing. He's so zen, and I'm just like... Yep. And he knows all, exactly like, who he is, what he's doing, how to do everything. Like that yeah. un... Yeah, like that un... Like, like self-confidence. Like, not cockiness, just confidence. Like, knows oh, yeah. exactly what he's doing. Yeah, not cockiness at all. Just complete confidence. No, but that's the kind of person where I'm just like... Where I just feel like <laughs> a big old sweaty monster woman. <laughs> Speaking of big old sweaty monster women, I think that my Portlandia episode might be on tonight, so there's Oh, that. really? Do you know if you made the cut yet? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So a, a guy that I was uh, extra with, he said that he had heard that it might be tonight. So oh. I am going to look so awful. You oh. don't know if you're going to look awful. Greg, it was one of those days that it was like 80 degrees. I'd been sitting in our little extras pen for like five hours. Yeah. And they didn't like every time, you know, like Carrie uh, oh, yeah, Brownstein got like a little bead of sweat. Like, you know, she didn't even sweat. She doesn't sweat. She she's a doll. She doesn't sweat. But like she'd be get all like powdered, and like meanwhile, all of us are just sitting there shiny and panting. And <laughs> oh, well, yeah. God. I mean, she's got to look better than you. She's the star. She of course she wants you guys sweaty. And, oh God, sweaty and panting. Sweaty and panting. <laughs> sweaty and panting. My day is a Portlandia extra. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, if it is on, we will find out and uh, and let everybody know. Okay. That, to watch Sarah on Portlandia. Oh. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. 
We so greatly appreciate yes, it. You yes, you guys we are awesome. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at regular time at uh, regularly scheduled programming. Yes, indeed. Oh, speaking of Portlandia, so our buddy uh, Jedediah is actually coming on. Oh yeah, that's tomorrow. Right. So he, you have seen if you have seen Portlandia ever, and you've seen a big bearded dude wearing sunglasses and usually wearing a speedo. Yeah, that's our friend Jed. That's and him. anyway, he's going to be doing uh, some this charity thing that's coming up this weekend. So he's going to come in and talk about that. Okay, well, hopefully he's not wearing a speedo when he comes in. I hope he's wearing. <gasps> that's clothes. a 50-50 chance. It really. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, it, it honestly is a 50-50 chance of whether he's going to yeah. be wearing a Speedo. Uh, we'll put some plastic down. All right. Uh, coming up later on on the Fun Employment Radio Network at around ooh, 7.30 or so will be Guys and Balls. All right. Rylan is who I have the bet with over the Tournament of Champions. No. Oh. Whoever wins out on this. Rylan, get used to recording something. I'm going to have something really nice written up for you to record. Oh, boy. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, I can tell. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And we We love you all. Oh, that well, see that sounded creepy then. The Why? I love them. I love them. I love them all. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun and radio. Suck'em. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we wanted to give a shout out to Jen. Oh Hi Jen. Hello, Jen. Hi. Hi. We hope that you're having a wonderful day. Hi. Okay. Sarah's creepy. <laughs> I'm not creepy. You're cre- you're creepy. Can you find the little girl voice? Uh, I don't know like where the little girl voice is. Try that one. Hi, Greg. No, that's not it. Where's the little boy? Boy, Grace. <laughs> little boy. Little girl. There. There was one back. There it is. Hi, Greg. Oh no, I should say hi to Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you today? How's where is she? Shanghai. How's Shanghai? Are you buying me lots of toys? The problem is she's probably listening to this without headphones on, and then all of her coworkers are now hearing this creepy thing. She's happen. married to Aaron. Seriously, like this is not the most shocking thing that, that she has ever probably weirdest, listened to. Yeah, the weirdest thing. Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a wonderful day, guys. All right. We'll okay. talk to you later. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.